everybody, welcome to episode number 62 of Millennial Gaming Speak. I am your host, Logan Moore, and with me this week is the ghost of Max Roberts, who died in an awful hurricane, but he's back to haunt our show. I am here to talk about the MX. I have spoken with Iwata. Oh gosh, what's Iwata been saying? What's Iwata saying? What's Iwata saying on the other side? Amazing. It will save us all. End world hunger. It'll end world hunger. Oh my gosh, those kids in Africa. The Empress is coming. Infinite amount of money. Max's ghost, please, please don't haunt our show. I'm begging you. I'm what? It, okay, so you're so you so you died so you died though. Let me ask you about Awada. What's he been doing on the other side? Talking about just talking. NX. That's he's it. Been, he's been spreading all the NX rumors. But but so so all of our rumors, all of the leaks on Eurogamer.com, all of yep. the all of the so, supposed docs we've seen, those came from Awada's ghost. That's what you're telling us. Yes. Hmm. This is very interesting. I like how I like how this time last year we were, we had like an entire episode mourning the death of Iwata, and now we are pretending that you now we're with his horrible, ghost. We're horrible human <laughs> beings. Yes, monsters. So, no, it's okay. I've actually been bringing up Iwata a lot lately too. What did I say last night? I said that. Um, I said that Iwata was like season one of Yu-Gi-Oh, where Yugi's grandpa gets stuck in like Pegasus's eye or whatever, and his like souls in there. I said that's basically what happened to Iwata with the oh my gosh. with the NX. He's trapped in it right now, and we're trying to free him. He's not actually dead. Oh my gosh! When it's released, that's, his soul will be. That's horrible. <laughs> Coming from the guy that said is a ghost that talked to his ghost. Yeah, that's true. You kind of started us down this path. How you doing though, Max? You survived the hurricane. You're not dead. I, was it as bad as everybody thought? I mean, um, I'm not on the coast. I'm about thirty mile, thirty miles inland. So it rained, it poured. I lost power for twelve hours, but it wasn't as bad as on the coast. On the coast is pretty bad. Like Saint Augustine is flooded. Um, I saw that. I saw South Carolina is getting jacked up right now. Yeah. Um. So it kind of depended where you were. And my spot wasn't as bad as people made it out to be. Um, so it, you know, it was fine. We wrote it out, played Risk for the first time. Oh, Risk. Wow. I haven't yep. played that in like Took like four or five years. hours. It was a good time. Yeah, that's a long game. Played some Clue. Played some Dominoes. Oh gosh, not Clue. I've long said I've never played Clue. Never, Clue. Never will. I hope I die and I never play Clue. <sighs> Clue's my favorite board game. I, know. I love Clue. It's spectacular. You got the mustard man running around with the screwdriver stabbing people in the thigh, and then uh, you can, that's all I know. I only know that mustard guy. That's, that's Colonel Mustard. It. So that's the only thing I know about Clue. So you, The so movie's you, really so you, good. The, the movie? Don't bring up the movie. I love, there were some weird 80s movies based mm. off of board games. Isn't there I supposed love, to be like a Monopoly movie coming out or something like that? Or I mean, maybe we just got a was. Battleship movie a two, year or two ago. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. It had uh, As did every and, other American out there. Battleship had Liam Neeson and Rihanna in it, if I'm correct. Rihanna? Was, like, yeah. Like, like Disturbia? Yes. That bum, I'm pretty bum, sure. Beat up. Don't. She'll sue us. She's got, she's got Drake who will come beat us up or whatever. Um, I think that was good. Was, I was I enjoyed that movie. that movie. You watched it? Oh no, Disturbia Wasn't the movie. It like, 
Oh, I didn't see Battleship. Oh. The movie Disturbia. Oh. Which doesn't feature the well, song Disturbia. That was... no. Shia LaBeouf that before Shia, Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf went crazy. Yeah. yeah, before he talked about just doing it and stuff like that. Shia LaBeouf's cool. I like Shia LaBeouf just actually a lot. He's nuts. He is nuts, but I like him because of that. So You like him because he's crazy. Because he's crazy. Just Just do it was his peak. That was his... Like, he was on this slow trajectory where he's like, even Stevens, now I'm in Transformers, now I'm in Indiana Jones, and that, and then he hit Just Do It, and now everything since then, it's just going downhill. Yeah, He'll never be the same. crazy. Love um, him, but he's crazy. So, so, this episode mm-hmm. is 62. a couple days Number 62. It's a couple days before VR. Um, I figured um, we'll try to get into it here rather at the we don't yeah, At the time of recording, it is four more days. Four more days. When the MP3's up, it'll be one more Tomorrow. day. Because you know that's how that's how things work. That's how we so, do it. So, yeah. We are getting close to VR. Um, oh, before we get into this discussion, though. Go Cubs. Up 2-0. What up, boys? 2-0. Um, what do they have to get? They have to win three. They've won two. So they have to win the next time they play. Uh, no, they have. Well, yes, if they want to end it, yes, uh, they have. It's a five-game series. First three wins, wins. So they won two. They won the first two. So now they have to win one out of their next three. How stressed out are you going to be if are they playing the Giants the whole time? Uh, for this series, yeah. So what? How stressed out would you be if the Giants won the next two games and it went to the fifth game? Would you be bald pretty by then? Stressed. I'd be pretty stressed. I mean, the series would go back to Chicago. Like, so they won their first two games that were in Chicago. And now they're going to San Francisco to play. Oh, and not home only field that, advantage but going... is gone. Well, they also have to play against Madison Bumgarner, who is the best postseason pitcher of all time. Why wasn't that so... pitcher in Chicago? Well, it wasn't he what? In Chicago for the first Why two games. He... Because he had pitched. San Francisco was the wild card team, which means they had to play a one-game matchup against the New York Mets on Wednesday night. And on Wednesday night, Madison Garner pitched in that game, and he pitched, pitched a complete game shutout. So he they used him up that game. So he typically starters rest for four days in between their starts, and then every fifth day they start. So he pitched Wednesday. Cubs played Friday and Saturday, so he was still unavailable the first time he'll be able to pitch is tomorrow, Monday. But so... Okay. Cubs will be fine because they have Jake Arrieta on the mound, and they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So, Amen. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Madison Baumgartner is, like, really freaking good. But, yeah, the Cubs will be fine. They'll win the series. I bet they win tomorrow, honestly. You hope and they I really, And I really hope that this time capsule episode where we're recording this, I don't look back on this in, like, a week from now and start weeping. But, please, Cubs, don't, don't do that to me. Don't break my heart, please. Don't go breaking my heart. Yeah, shout out to them Chicago boys. Anyway, PSVR. It's almost out. It's almost here. We've been talking about it for so long. October We've been excited 13th for is it. upon us. We've been excited for it. And a week before, I'm kind of getting down in the dumps about it. And not because not because Logan I'm not excited a, for it. Logan no, is a no, miserable, sad lump of a no, gamer. It's, who... it's, it's, no, it's, no, it's not. Because I am very, very excited to get it in my house and get my hands on it and play with it. But after hearing all the reviews this past week, because the embargo for it lifted and people have been talking about it mm-hmm. openly and this talking whole, about the first few games they've played on it, whole week I just, has been a lot of VR talk. I'm 
getting concerned about well, tell it. Me, and not because tell me okay. your concerns. Talk to me, oh sweet child of mine. I don't, think it's gonna, I don't think it's going to work out long term. I really don't. Yeah. And I have been trying to convince myself for a while now that it will. What? And I just what don't reviews? Think it will. What have you seen? Because this week, like you said, the embargo was lifted, so all major press outlets put up their reviews of the hardware. They reviewed quite a few of the launch games. Yeah. The most notable game missing, though, I noticed was Res. Res, no but they said re- that, I think they said their codes have been shipped out in like three waves. So the first yeah. wave was like eight games. The second wave will be like seven or eight games, and then the third wave. Well, I'm will sure. Be like a few more. I'm sure Res will get its review on Thursday when it launches. Res will be fine. Res is the one I'm convinced that will be fine because it's already. I'm just, a good I just game. wanted to say like that was the notable one I didn't yeah. see. But anyway, all that stuff came out. Games reviewed were like PSVR Worlds, Rush of Blood, um, Batman Arkham VR. No rigs, no drive club. Um, but you Thumper know, was another one. Thumper, um, Super Hypercube. Super Hypercube was another. Yeah, those are like the main ones for right so now. So what, what did you see? What did you read this week that is stirring these concerns inside of you? I mean, so up front, like, and I know this is launch, and I'm not expecting like a full experience, but the games like so thus far, there doesn't seem to be like any complete experiences there, and I'm still looking for that one game that like is a full experience. And maybe You're that's looking like for a Eve full-fledged game. Yeah, and maybe that's like something like Eve Valkyrie. But I've even like read reviews on that because that's been out on Oculus for a while, and everybody's kind of lukewarm on it. They're iffy on it. Yeah. Some people they say it's like it gets scores like in the sevens, so it's not bad by any means, but no. it's not like blowing people's pants be, off. That would be good on the edge yeah. scale. Yes, it, it would be good. So. I, th- I think what my concerns aren't necessarily with the games themselves or with the hardware. Like, I think it is a good piece of hardware. Again, you and I have both demoed it. We both enjoy it. I think where my concerns are starting to come in is that I've started to think about it. And I've been thinking just in the past and like previous systems and consoles, not even Sony necessarily, just but as the industry as a whole, there right. has never been a add-on peripheral to a console that has succeeded, like, ever. Nothing that I can think of. Connect was a dumpster fire, which they tried to carry over to Xbox One, and that was Connect. Yeah, miserable. Connect has very, is very useful for, like, voice yeah. commands, but that's about it. Like, it's very limited. It's not the motion dance sensation um, they want it to be. Connect the failed, only- move failed. Um, like I'm, I mean, again, just any add-on peripheral you can think of. The only thing that had legs for a little while was the instruments for like Rock Band and Guitar Hero. That is the only thing, but that was for one specific game or two specific franchises. It was a very specific genre. It was very, it was very specific genre. It took quite a bit of investment and did the Activision thing where Activision beats a franchise into the Mm -hmm. ground until it doesn't make money. And they actually finally brought both of those franchises back this year. I doubt we see sequels to these games. No, we won't. No, um, but they it, both did really I mean, poorly. It was it was fun to see them make a com- you know make a comeback. Apparently, Rock Band Four is good. It's just not selling as well. There's pretty good deals on the full set at Costco. I mean, that, that that ship has sailed. That oh, that it's, was, it's long. That was, it's gone. That was PS2 360 type era. So mm-hmm. the so that that's my that's my overall concern is that I'm just. No peripheral has ever exceed, uh, succeeded. Succeeded. No peripheral has ever really succeeded for mm-hmm. a home console. There's that. 
Plus, the price is really, really high for an add-on peripheral, which is another right. thing. Like, so, I mean, the Kinect was like, what, 100, 120 bucks, And that bottomed Kinect. out? Yeah. So now you're saying you need to spend $400 on this. Which is uh, four, well, no. A I mean, bare minimum four sixty. Bare minimum four hundred. No, four sixty. Yeah, yeah, with the camera. You, because yeah, if you don't have the camera or the move wands, then you, you don't. Need you don't need the move well. wands for every game. So bare you minimum don't. is headset, camera, which is four sixty. Which uh, uh, you can find the camera on sale very often. I think it's on sale right now for like thirty five bucks on Amazon. So I bought it. I think I bought it for like twenty five. It was. I got it on. A yeah, good I deal. bought mine like twenty twenty five bucks when I got mine originally. Sure. So, but anyway, yeah, it's. It is very – in the grand scheme of peripherals, yes, it's expensive. When you compare it to other VR headsets, it is the cheapest. It is the um, cheapest. By a land yes. side, even, even if you included buying a PlayStation, a headset, a can- everything, it's still cheaper um, significantly than the other well, two. Well, it's cheap. It's cheap in terms of currency, but also from all the reviews I've read this past week uh, from people who have spent hands-on time with Oculus Vive and, and PSVR, PSVR, they say PSVR is the most comfortable – but once you use all of them for a decent amount of time, you definitely can tell that it is the worst of the three in terms of the specs on it, which is to be expected because it the again, numbers, yeah, this if is you look at the numbers, a, a, a cheaper product that you are purchasing. So that's not necessarily a bad thing, and I don't think console people like you or myself will really know the difference. So I don't There's, think that could and be you a and I huge specifically. Deal. I know. I believe you've said you you've used Oculus once or twice, right? I used it once, but it was for like a really really bad right. tech and demo I've only that used, did nothing for me. And I've used Vive one time. You and I have don't have experience with the other competition in depth to draw comparisons. Yeah. Um, some things I've seen in reviews to that point of like Vive and Oculus being the better pieces of tech, which they are, um, because PSVR uses an OLED screen, um, apparently, because I guess VR headsets, when you spend time with them, they have like um, a screen door effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not as pronounced yeah, or noticeable on that. the PSVR because of the OLED display, which, yeah. I mean, makes sense considering OLED is, you know, the organic liquid, you know, LEDs, whatever. Yeah. So there's, like, trade-offs in what they decided to choose, but the, yeah, pixel, for, count, for sure. the pixel count is smaller, so the pixels are more obvious. And those are just... It's kind of like it is the console trade-off. It's, you know, if I really wanted to play games to be the prettiest things they ever were, I would be playing on PC. Um, yes. And I think that just falls into the realm of VR as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't think, okay, let me, I don't think PSVR is set to fail necessarily because it is the cheapest of the three notable no, headsets yeah. that are on the market. I mean, by no means do I think... It's a bad product because, again, you still are spending $400 on the thing. It, I mean, you don't spend $400 on things that aren't really high quality. So it, it's, a, yeah, it's a good product. It does feel good on your head. And I don't think the fact that it is a, a little bit lesser in terms of specs compared to Oculus Revive is going to doom it. I think what's going to doom it is the fact that if people don't jump on this soon enough... I think you will see devs bail. And I think somebody, it was either you, it, was, it may have been you yesterday when we were having the conversation, or maybe it was a previous conversation we had, where you said the good thing about it, though, is that there are developers for Oculus and Vive as well. There are other VR those, platforms. Exactly. And you can assume that when they develop for those, they will just naturally bring it to PSVR as well. So I think that could help 
So and PSVR, PSVR isn't entirely dependent on like its first parties to make right, things. Like you don't need like a Naughty Dog to make a PSVR game. You could have somebody who's developing something for Oculus then bring it mm-hmm. to PSVR later on, which could work. Look at look at games like E Valkyrie and Job Simulator. Those games already yes. exist on other platforms, and they're bringing them here at launch to um, PSVR. Um, another thing is the three companies you and I keep talking about aren't the only three in the VR race. Google just announced their new phone, which Again, this is phone VR, so yeah. it's even cheaper. But, you know, Google is behind it. They've put it in Samsung's the phone. They've announced something that headset. as well, aren't they? they have I mean, I wouldn't put a Samsung phone setup. near my face anymore. But, yes, Samsung yeah. has a VR. Um, so, like, there are other companies. Granted, those are even more limited in the tech space. But I do uh-huh. think VR is picking up in different places. There's um, I think I remember I think hearing a too. story that there's some shoe store. Um, what's What are those shoes... That you buy a pair and they give a pair to some kid. Toms. Toms. All right. You go to a Tom store, apparently. They got a little VR station in the Tom store. And it's, I think it's just a Samsung phone. What is it, like virtual reality Africa? You get to walk around yeah, and see all the that's exactly kids what it is. And, you, and it shows them giving the shoes to kids in first person. And, like, that's really granted, that's strange. just a, a store experience kind of to get you to feel it. But, you know, there are other ways for VR. So I do think the market is in other places. I, I think, think the market it, is growing. I, I do mm-hmm. agree. Like I think I think it is it, it may be a slow burn, but it will grow. I'm curious to see how much it does grow though. Like especially within the confines of games. And mm-hmm. again, I've talked to you I've brought this up many times. I hope that PSVR eventually gets a lot of like applications on the PS4 that you can use with PSVR mm-hmm. for certain functionalities, whatever that may be, either watching a movie or YouTube or, yeah. I mean, I've brought up sporting events and things like that. Like, any of the cool things that are coming to PC, I hope also come to PS4. And I, I think that'll, a that'll help. System. It's a, an, app, an app market can help flourish. If you keep it limited to just games, then you're limiting the possibilities of the technology. And I don't think that's what Sony would want to do. I think they would want people to experience as much as possible with their headset and be in the forefront. Sony Sony is investing a lot of money into VR, you, if you think mm-hmm. about it. With Microsoft's doing, you know, their HoloLens, but that's AR, and that's not really in the realm of Xbox. Like, Xbox doesn't have a headset. Xbox is doing the thing where they're partnering with Oculus, supposedly, based off the fact there's an Xbox controller included with Oculus. Yeah, yeah. So like they're, if, they're, you can expect Oculus to come to so, Xbox at some point, most likely. With the Scorpio. So you see that Nintendo last time they did VR was virtual Virtual Boy, and that failed that was horrendously due to headaches and stuff. Yeah, something. it was a very very long time ago. Um, and I doubt Nintendo enters VR um, with the NX. I don't think that's gosh, anything no, what the NX please is. God, no, please God, no. Oh my gosh, what if that's what it is? It's just a VR VR headset. It's a anyway. headset. It's a VR headset. No, what if we <laughs> Zelda in VR, but. If you look at the three major gaming companies, Sony is the one investing mil- probably millions and millions of dollars into VR and getting in they the are. hands of consumers. So they're but banking they, really hard on this tech they, sticking around. They are banking hard on it, but they have to continue to support it. If it has mm-hmm. a bad first year on the market, you have to continue to support it. If it has a bad second year on the market, you have to continue to support it. This has to be a long-term thing for Sony, and if they really it's are got, you dedicated to... you got to look at it with a big picture. 
yeah, if they really are dedicated to making this a long-term investment, like over the course of, I'm talking like the next five to 10 years, if they are committed to that, then I think it will succeed. My concern is that if they really aren't seeing a return on this, like even, uh, okay, I'm sure they have, I am sure they have a set point right now where they're like, if we hit this marker by the end of our physical year, we're doing well. If the if the PSVR sales numbers were to come in below that and even like more drastically below that than they anticipated, then I'll be curious to see what they do. And I don't think they'll ever tell us how many they were expecting to sell. But I mean, it's the, the same. With Sony the will only it's tell same... you. Sony will only tell you how much they sold if it's well. Yeah, which is why they continue telling everybody how many PS4s they've, sold, they've sold because they're blowing Xbox out of the stinking water right now. So. Yeah. I'm I'm if if it starts going the way of the Vita and it's like why are they being a little bit quiet on this why aren't they really touching on this that's when I'm going to get really really freaking concerned. Well, and again, mm-hmm. I do believe in this product. I do believe in it enough to purchase it on day one because I do like it. I think it is a quality product. I do want a new way to play games. I'm excited to get my hands on it and this I'm, Thursday. But long term, I just it's I'm, gonna take a lot for them to i think have this be around in 10 years honestly and i'm i'm glad you just said um a new way to play games you know your concern is if if there aren't enough of these out there devs would step away besides there being other platforms for the developers to develop for um this is a new way to play this is a new way to experience games and i think granted i'm not a developer i don't know how hard it is to make a basic 2d game i don't know how difficult i can't imagine how difficult it is to make a 3d virtual environment um, but this is a new, this is a way to experiment and that might entice a lot of people to come in early. And I do think the first major proving ground as far as a triple a big game is resident evil. That is, yeah. it's close. It's three months it's, out. Yeah. Yeah. Three months that's away. A, that's a good one. I'm just, okay. And PSX, even, PSX even before... is the month before. And I think Sony is going to, you know, they've said they have 50 games till the end of the year. PSX is in the beginning of December. I think they show us some first-party stuff for 2017. I think that's smart. That's their core audience right there. Yeah. Those are the people that bought PSVR at that event. Those are those are the fans well, that are think, in. Unless they spent their money on that trip. Instead unless of they spent their money on the trip. But Well, see, here's the thing. I, and, and this is the other thing, too, that... Because I talked to you in the past week about possibly canceling my pre-order for the machine. You did. You mentioned and it. And if I'm being honest, like I am excited to play it this Thursday, I don't think it's worth buying right now. I really don't. Like there's no killer app on it. Maybe if you were like a super Resident Evil fan and Resident Evil 7 turns out to be awesome, yeah. then yeah, then that's why you buy it. Right. But as of right now on October 13th, I do not think there is any incentive to there's purchase no, this. There's no flagship game. There are games I love. Super Hypercube, I love, but I'm not, I'm not chomping you at the You loved bit. enough to drop four hundred dollars on it. Plus exactly, the, yes. exactly. Yes. Now the, it, you can tell me if you agree with me, but the reason I'm here on day one is not because there's a Super Mario 64 equivalent or something like that. I'm here because it's the ground floor of this, and I want to, I want to be there. I do you remember when the Xbox One launched and everyone got yeah. the day one edition? Uh-huh. It's kind of which was so tacky. I, I know it's I, tacky. I traded, but... in, I traded in my day one controller immediately. But you know you're there. Were bad. Um, and I I'm excited to be there on the ground floor. And this is new technology. This isn't this isn't like buying a new phone because these you know smartphones just iterate upon themselves. This is no, I mean yeah I, I agree. And I, mean, I think it's a totally at least that's totally the main product. reason I'm here. 
you know, this Thursday here, ground floor VR. Yeah, I mean, okay, so here, there's, here's a few reasons why I'm here. One, because I have stupid amounts of disposable income from time to time. Not as much as I did. I should have paid this off like six months ago, honestly, but I did. You should have. So uh, I have a disposable income because I don't do anything else with my life. So why not? Sure, I'll buy this stupid headset. Mm-hmm. I am really excited for the possibilities of it in the future. Again, I'm concerned that the possibilities won't necessarily pan out. But I am willing to drop the money and say, look, you've won me over with just the concept of this. I'm willing to pay you because I think the the promise and the hope that this could do for games is enough to make me as a gamer say, yes, I'm willing to give you money now because I want to help you right now so that you can You're turn doing that the money into more products. I'm hoping it turns out to be a good investment for me. If not, I can live with that, and I can I'll totally be fine with that. I'm starting to think the thing may fail. Like five years from now, it may not be around and it may be around, but it'll be like the Vita where it's like, hey, we got PSVR over here. But uh, okay, let's talk about PS5 or something like that. Like I'm investing now because I'm hoping that investment churns out more games, more quality games that are a different way to play. You brought it. Let me I wanted to touch back on this this one thing real quick. And this is something I hope that a lot of gamers realize is that. Resident Evil 7, it is coming out. It is going to be playable on PSVR as well as without PSVR. I'm hoping people don't start to think that every game that comes out should be on PSVR because it is, like, from the ground level, you have to completely redesign the game if you're doing it. Like, You have to design the game with VR in mind. Yes. It's not just a copy, paste, save as VR. Like, it's not that simple. It has to completely Um, from the ground up design differently. So I'm hoping, like, No Man's Sky is a good example. Forever, people were like, well, why isn't this VR? Why isn't this VR? Why isn't this VR? I mean, No Man's Sky sucks now. No one's going to ask for that to be put in VR. I think that's the last of people's concerns at this point with that game. But I I hope people realize that not every first-person game that comes out is going to be tailored for this. And that is okay. It is. When Far Cry 5 comes out... Don't jump down Ubisoft's throat because you didn't design this for VR. I, why did I buy this headset? Like, dude, like, it'd be cool if some of these Far games Cry, were made Far for Cry VR. Far Cry VR would be disturbing. It would be awesome. It would be, be cool. The, Fight like, an elephant in your living room with a, with a hat on? Yeah, it would be funny, intense. Funny hat on? Um, a really good example of this was I was watching this video on um, IGN. It was like a behind-the-scenes of the Tomb Raider Blood Ties VR th- mode. Um, if you buy Rise of the Tomb Raider 20 year anniversary edition, it comes with a new section, completely new that wasn't in the original game, where you like explore the Croft Mansion. The reason they could slap VR onto this blood ties thing is because it, they did design it from the ground up for VR. The reason you're not playing Rise of the Tomb Raider in VR is because that game wasn't designed with VR in mind two years ago when it was being made. But the reason Blood Ties works is because it was designed from the ground up. It also works because there's no combat. It is exploring a place. It is a different way to interact with Lara Croft. And those are the kind of... You're absolutely right. It's not a copy and paste. You're not going to be playing Far Cry 5. You're not going to be playing playing Call of Duty. annual Call of Duty, even though I think we all thought it was coming to VR when we saw the E3 presser event. There is is a VR mission or something coming to Infinite Warfare, but the game game is not in VR. 
See, that, and that's the thing we're going to need to get away from relatively quickly with the VR space is we need full games quick. And I'm and if, Resident, if, yeah. if this time next year every game is still a two to three hour experience, like things like Super Hypercube, Res, awesome. I love them. They do not have legs to have you continue coming back to it constantly. Those or, games those games are like a Tetris where you play yes, a few, like super you play for okay. 10 minutes. Yes, yes, exactly. There's nothing that it's like, I'm clearing my afternoon because I want to go sit down and play Resident Evil 7. I want to do that today. It's, you're not going to sit down and say, for the next five hours, I'm going to sit down and play Super Hypercube. That's something you jump into every now and then. And while it is a good game, and while it is a fun game, and while it is a mm-hmm. proof of concept for how VR can work, we can't keep getting experiences like that a year from now. We need right. to see some full-fledged games, full-fledged games there, for this thing, and I think they, it is there, dependent on those. If, if you look at the – Sony put a list out a couple days ago, um, uh, like a list of games coming up at launch and then shortly after mm-hmm. launch. And I, I read that. Yeah, and there there were some games on the – there's some games at launch that I think are closer to full-fledged games. Uh, Rigs. Not hearing a lot of talk about rigs, but rigs, rigs is, is multiplayer, though, isn't it? Like, uh, not saying that a multiplayer game can't be a full fledged game, right? But I'm pretty sure it's primarily multiplayer. Isn't multiplayer, it? I believe yes. it is. Um, but you know, that was designed from the ground up for VR. It's a sport ball, different experience. That could be totally something. Drive Club VR, that is a driving game. I, you know, Gran Gran Turismo Sport has VR. Which, by the way, we're not getting Drive Club because I have no idea who could, who to contact. I've, I've tried to figure it out and I don't know. I, so. it does, yeah, it doesn't matter. But um, <laughs> but Gran Turismo Sport, which was delayed until sometime next year, I believe, like spring maybe something like that. Um, that has VR in their mind up. And Gran Turismo is Sony's golden racing child, and I mean they're getting the butt kicked by Forza right now because mm-hmm. uh, a Forza game comes out every year, and they're all excellent. So, but. If, that me, you know, let, racing games are one way to do it. Um, let me ask you. Got let me Resident ask you Evil. this. Let me ask you this because I'm curious. How would you feel? So, how would you feel if, because of VR, it started taking away? It started taking away what other companies could do with current properties. For example, let's say instead, on me. Naughty Dog decides they want to make a game from the ground up for VR. But because of that, they're shelving Last of Us 2. Not forever, not in, just indefinitely. Right. Because they want to create something for VR. And I was I was going to bring up, I, I had a question later that kind of was about first-party devs you want to see work in VR. Um, I think if it was, I think in the particular example, if Naughty Dog was smaller, that would... That'd yeah, be that the may case. not be the they perfect example. Yeah, obviously. You, you but get you know, what I'm if they're taken away from it, um, like, are you okay with that trade-off? Because obviously, it is going to take games, but games need talented developers, and if ta- talented developers aren't going to move on from their current products, that they're I making, just then... at least right now, with my frame of mind, Res- we keep going back to Resident Evil because it's just the most prominent AAA example. It can be played either way. Like without a headset or with one, so I right now I just don't see why a game couldn't do both if it was designed that way from the ground up. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah, I just I, no, since I get, I get it's what such an unknown, I just don't see why it couldn't well, see, be done uh, that well, way. Well, then this is another concern: is that are people going to drop four hundred dollars on a headset 
for an if, experience they for don't for an experience that they don't need the headset to play. That's that, that is, is an excellent point because it's then you're kind of getting into like look at Resident Call of Duty Evil, Black Ops Three. As like, as interesting like as Resident Evil Seven is to play. There are plenty of people out there who are like, oh, I don't have four hundred dollars to drop on that, but well, whatever. I have sixty dollars. It'll, it'll just be another first person, first person shooter action horror game, game, horror yeah. game, whatever to me, which is just as effective in a lot of ways. Like you turn off everybody right. in your house, and I mean, you'll, you'll still yeah you'll wet yourself. That's that is an excellent question, like excellent point. Um, it kind of reminds me of Black Ops Three, where it was, um, you know, the PS3 and Xbox 360 version were completely limited just a multiplayer and then the new ones were all big and shiny and stuff and i would just reverse that like the vr experience is like limited to this type of thing that's so yeah is it going is that what it's going to take though to sell units after this initial burst of saying look this game is coming out but it is going to be only on vr and it's not going to be something like that has to happen yeah it's not going to be something like batman arkham where it's like oh it's a 90 minute experience if you get it that's awesome and you'll enjoy this like as cool as I'm sure Arkham is, and I'm looking forward to playing it, it's not going to be a system sell for a lot of people. But if they did come out with something, and they're like, look, Naughty Dog made this game. It's only for PSVR. So if you want to play this game, you're going to need to go buy a headset. Will that sell units? Will that help them in the long run? I think... And obviously, we are planning way ahead here. Like, we're talking oh, this like is, a year, and 18 I mean, months to two years I mean, I think that's the point of your question, though. Is this thing destined to fail? Um, when you think about it, Eventually, it's going to need exclusive full games. It, like, it has to have them. It, puzzle games and experiences won't cut it. It has to have a, this is Sony first-party AAA developed VR-only game. VR-only. And that's um, the, that's I mean, the, if you think about it, VR, VR, VR is a system. This is a, this is a new system. And why, why did I buy my PS4? The main reason was Uncharted 4. Like, Uncharted 4 was announced... The night the thing launched, I remember that that trailer you before it for Amy. Killzone Shadowfall. The, that magical, wonderful bright. That's actually game. a really solid shooter. I'll stand I've, up. For I've that. heard things. I I didn't I, enjoy I really it, liked it, but a lot of people really did enjoy it. And I like how it kind of had open areas in it. Anyway, and you that's know our Killzone that's Shadowfall the thing. Talk. I think VR. There's going to be down the there line. There's going to be, be a something. Game. There needs they Exclusive. need to they need to put a carrot in front of everybody to say look this is why you want this this is why and you I think that this. carrot might be shown off at PSX that'd be good or I talked mean, about like I mean you right know, now so, what is what is something you're looking forward to in VR that is not Resident Evil nothing I mean I mean I can't tell you anything that's out like besides past the, the next launch lineup. Yeah, outside of the next six months, I have no idea what's coming to this. Because and they that haven't is another told us scary. anything. They haven't that's told another, us anything after Resident Evil. Well, that, that, and that, but that's really scary, too. Like, well, we're investing in a product wait, wait, for wait, the future, but to, we don't know what the future holds necessarily. To, to be fair, there's the list, and they say, like, quarter one, 2017, yes, and those games. Yes, I agree. We just don't know how those are going to play out. There's nothing notable. Like I think there's nothing you can associate with or have a connection to. There's not a... There's not a... Um, this is a really poor example because this game would make you sick. But there's not a God of War. There's not an Uncharted. There's not a... Again, there's not a system seller. You bought your PS4 for Uncharted 4. There's right. not that same thing with PSVR. Look, and I I'm, think a huge Resident Evil, the... I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. I didn't buy my VR headset for Resident, for Resident Evil, Evil specifically. I and think... I think that's what it's going to need to take is one, two, three games that people purchase the headset for and th- just, that's it. That's what yeah. they buy it for. 
And, and you right know, now, I don't know we've anybody gotta, who's... We don't know what those games are. And I think what it's going to take is, right now, I think the stage is prove this works. This is a new way to play games. And it's worth the time. Like, it's... Th- prove essentially it's going to stick here everything's there i think then be a good product like i think really this is like to establish it and then i do think resident evil is to prove that things you know can be adapted to this format of gameplay because you you know what resident evil is so that's why seven i do think that's one major reason why seven is for both like non-vr and vr play besides also let me say this segregating the market let me say this too just because we have brought up resident evil seven a lot I'm kind of concerned about that game in the first place. Like, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if it's going to be, like, an end-all, be-all experience. Like, just run out to the store, buy buy a VR headset now. I think it might be cool. It's going to be not, scary. It's going to be terrifying. It'll be, it'll, be, it'll be frightening, but I... I would I don't love... Know. Mainly because Capcom already screwed the pooch with Resident Evil 6. This series has I do kind think of been they'll... on life support since oh. Resident Evil 4. And so and, for us to put all our eggs in the Resident Evil 7 basket and say, this will be the first AAA game well, that will prove that we need VR. My understanding though, of Resident is, Evil but, is because they've, like they've said, after 4, they've really kind of botched the franchise. I do think, based off fan reception, this is kind of like going back to the roots, kind of. Like, okay, it seems to respect, it, it, seems to them, respect it. Right. As somebody who has played all of them, I'm not getting Resident except Evil vibes six. from this, uh, except for 6. I'm not getting Resident Evil vibes from this at all. Mm-hmm. Now, the only correlation I see between what I've seen of this and what the demos and things like that is that they're both spooky. Other than that, I have no idea how this fits in with Resident Evil whatsoever, yeah, which and... may be a good thing, but it's also really strange to me as a person who has played all of the games and is familiar with the story and how everything fits together. I have no idea how this game fits in with the series as a whole. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's just fair. odd to me, but it may be good because maybe the series does need a complete and total reboot of sorts, which to me means they probably shouldn't have called it Resident Evil 7. But Resident Evil 7 besides Biohazard. The point, besides the point, like I do have my concerns with that game, and I hope it is the first game that really set, shows, hey, AAA experiences. And we like also don't know how long it is. Like We, we don't know how anything full-fledged about it. it is. Like dude, like, dude, Resident Evil 2 I beat in like three and a half hours. Like, there's we'll some see. short Resident Evil games out there. We'll I don't see. think this it's one a... will be necessarily, but could. I don't know. I mean, if it's a 10-hour game, that's a terrifying 10 hours with a headset on your face. Yeah, it will be. It will I be think, I I do think both Sony as a publisher and developers are stepping into new territory and we've got to figure all this out. And, um, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be, it's going to be really interesting to see how this all plays out. I firmly believe it is going to be here to stick around. I think the new prospects, that's what I was going to ask you. So to put a kind of a cap in uh, it, yeah, to put, to put an endpoint on this before we move on to whatever we're going to do for the rest of the show and to our final, our finish here of our VR conversation before we actually get the things in our hands. Hype aside, Max, I know we're both right. Like, again, I am excited to get my hands on it. Hype aside, like, will this thing have legs? Will it pan out? Like, what do you I, honestly, seriously think? Like, without any hyper hope for yeah. yourself. Well, I've told the story before on the show, but the first time I tried the HTC Vive out at school, it was the first time I ever tried current virtual reality uh, there's an arcade here called disney quest that has ancient vr technology 
um, the the headset's like a foot out from your face, hanging from a head, huge cable, and it's massive and gives you a headache because um, it's so heavy. Um, so the first time I tried real VR technology was with the Vive, and it it blew my mind. And granted, this was all experiences. I was walking on the ocean floor with a boat. I was playing with stars and did a little bit of job simulator. But VR to me is a fundamental way to change the way we play games. And for me as a consumer, PSVR is the most uh, not approachable. It's like the it's the best fit for me because I don't have a gaming rig, PC. Like I have a PS4, so this is going to work for me. I yeah. do I think VR will stick around just because of how it really is. St- it changes the way capacity. you play. Stick around prominently or go away the connect where I've still got one plugged into my Xbox One, so it's still around. No, but I think it, it will be like, prominent. I think really. VR is a new way to play games. This is I think this is a the kind of leap you saw from two D to three D. I think this is the next step from three D into You think virtual it's going space. to be that drastic, really? I don't think I don't think every game ever is going to be VR support VR, but I think the type of experiences people can create are going to be just as substantial. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're like, saying. Like not yeah. every every game is three D now or two D. Yes. Not every game will be VR, but there are substantial like that just like there are substantial three D experiences like Super Mario sixty four or Uncharted Four or The Last of Us or any naughty dog game. Um there are going to be substantial. Yep. I dude, I do love that game. It's fun. Never played it. It's it's a hoot. It's a blast. They took they did that with Crash too. They did Crash Kart Racing or something. Anyway, th- I do think there are going to be some profound VR experiences and games and gameplay mechanics that you're not going to be able to get anywhere else. And I think that's why it's going to last. Not necessarily PSVR, not necessarily Oculus or Vive or whatever, but I do think VR, the technology, is going to be around as a gaming application. And I think PSVR is going to be the most successful out of the big three because it is so... Mm-hmm. There are, there's 45 million people that could potentially buy this thing. It is the cheapest entry point for the type of it, and I yeah, think... It, but you like, do have just, Facebook backing Oculus, and you don't know how prevalent that can become. I mean, Oculus did just that. have an event. They've announced quite a few cool things. I think um, Oculus has the most steam behind it. Like They have the most money behind it. They have the most money behind it, and I think it's the most well-known of the three. I mean, PSVR may get a, lot, a would, little bit more out into the zeitgeist at this point because PlayStation is a well-established brand. Right. But I think up until this point, Oculus has been like the one that people are I mean, a little bit even, aware of. Even just again, they just announced Oculus just announced how much their Move Lite controllers are, two hundred dollars. Granted, these are brand Jeez, new pieces of technology. Yeah, you know, I mean, RPS is, Move controllers are six year. It is, but again, that entry point, that barrier to entry, is higher and higher for the other two. And I just think it's like it's not as daunting. PSVR isn't as daunting. Just like building your own computer is a daunting task. Buying a game console isn't daunting. You go to the store, you plug it in, and you play. I think that's I think that's actually going to lend a strength to PSVR. Is it is a plug and play VR system? I hope so. I, I really I really do. And and you and you can imagine that we will see like revised versions of PSVR going forward in the future. Like this is 1.0. You can assume. We'll oh, we, there will be headset. There will be Mark II. I mean, you can assume that we'll see everything. Everything gets a version two. So I think long term. For myself, I mean, obviously, I hope it pans out because I think it really could be something entirely 
new. As we said, like this is a new way to play games that we have not seen before. So this could be a really, really big deal for games as a whole, for and more directly for Sony. I have just a lot of reservations and concerns, though, to say that it will outright be a success. Because once again, like I said at the start of our whole conversation here, I don't think a peripheral for a home console has ever succeeded. And the track record with those shows that if they aren't making the money, the uh, developer stops putting money behind it themselves. The devs then stop developing for it because they know that there's no money to be made from a game that they put on the system there. And that's the thing. This is a business. If devs, as much as devs may think that the product itself is good, if they don't see a way for them to then get money back from it, then they're mm-hmm. not going to do it because there's no incentive for them as a business to make money. They can't afford to keep paying hundreds of people's salaries if they're going to work hard for a year, 18 months, two years on a product that in the end will just fizzle out and won't give them half of the money they put into it. So there is a lot of concerns. And again, this this leads back to Sony. I think Sony is going to need to maybe monetarily incentivize like some of their incentivizes. I don't even, I don't even know. Incentivize. Is it? I think they're going to need to monetarily like push some of their devs and be like, "Hey, Naughty Dog, we need you to develop a PSVR game." And if Naughty Dog's hesitant, Sony needs to be like, "We'll give you X amount of money to do it, please." Like, I know we own you, so I guess technically we could command you to do this. But look, if you make if you make us this game, we'll we'll toss you this money. Blah 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 blah. Things like that. I think that's what it's going to take. It is going to come down to the games. Once again, I am buying on day one because I think the hardware is there. It will be a good piece of pr- piece of hardware. I'm hopeful. I, I'm hopeful, but honestly, long term, five years from now, I really don't know if it'll still be around. I could see this being a flash in the pan similar to Connect, and I think it has a lot more applications to it. I think it has a lot more potential. The potential for VR is incredibly high. But once again, mm-hmm. if it doesn't pan out, pan out and they're not seeing direct return. In, in terms of money, if they aren't making money off of this, then they will kick it to the curb just like everything else because they are looking to make money. This is a business first and foremost, and you can't just make – you can't spend two years working on a game, two, three years working mm-hmm. on a game if you're not going to make money on it in the end. So no, you're right. I'm I optimistic. Hopeful. I, five years from now, I think it'll I still be around, but I don't know if it'll be prominent in any way, and that I, would be my firm – belief on belief. it i i personally am a believer as far as like people around me purchasing it themselves i am a believer burr burr mm, with vr no er here yeah, i get what you're doing there a written mm-hmm. joke written joke think about it people at home I, I believe in it myself i don't know if five years from now it's anything more than the, what the beta is right now i i do want to say you know you're talking about it as a th- as a peripheral which it is um but i'm sitting here thinking about all these other peripherals, the NES Zap Gun, the Connect, DDR Dance Pads, um, actually, yeah. yeah, all of those are forms of input into the game world. VR is the only one I can think of that is both input and output. It is inner. It is I mean, like I next level. Say, I guess you could say move wands are because it's something physical that you're like. But it's not – you interact with the game with that. Yeah. Like it's outputting 
a virtual world to you. And I think maybe that's the difference. I, again, I don't know. I've only I've only played PSVR three times. I've only used it three times. Thursday here, I'm going to have it all the time. Like Thursday, I'm going to play it. Friday, I'm going to share, share it with some people. Um, We're really going to see how this thing pans out, but I am I'm very optimistic in the technology of VR. Um, and I really do hope Sony succeeds in that realm as far as PSVR goes. But I do think VR itself as a whole is here to stay. And I think it's going to offer experiences both in games and in life that we haven't been able to experience yet. And um, that's what I'm super, super excited for. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I agree, I think. Again, the potentials for it there. Oh, it just the potential just is there, and they just the have to reach the it. The potential's there. The market is my concern, and so yep. that is my. We'll see how it pans out. Up at the moment. Um. So yeah, that's our big VR conversation for the week. I I, I so, did have one VR question for you. If you wanted to keep it kind of all together, go um go ahead. Yeah, I, it's a I, short I'm one. Trying to uh, yeah, I'm trying to see. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I just was curious. Out of all Sony's first parties, who would you want to see the most make um? The next VR game, like for them. I mean, like existing IP or like um, just just IP. a developer make a game. Like it. Do, I'm not saying like you want to see Uncharted VR. I'm just saying you want to see Ready at Dawn make a VR game. I mean, the obvious answer then, of course, is like Naughty Dog because their track record is so incredible with yeah. their games. And they've um, never, you know, they've always worked in 3D games. They've never done a. Obviously, they've never done a yeah. VR game. Do you think? Because that's my answer. Is well, see, so you're talking like they've always done like third person type games, is what you're saying? Yeah, like wh- how? See, well, how would VR, Naughty Dog for VR that? to survive? I think they are going to need to find something outside of like the first person realm. Like we are going to need to see the first proof of concept of how VR would work for a third person shooter or something like that. Like, like a God to... view, like you're looking around. Sim I don't City know what and it looks VR. Because like, I'm not City smart VR. enough to think of these things. But uh, well, we no, are I'm going not to need either. to see new games new current current genres adapted for vr and how those would work and i think third person mm-hmm. games are a big one obviously though like i said yeah naughty dog would be the big one just because they are like the best around the as kings game the kings games go i wouldn't Sucker uh... punch would be another one but just i, was I think i think if batman i working on spider-man well i think if batman vr is as what's the word i'm looking for like immersive and captivating as people are saying it is like you do feel like batman i think if sucker punch did a superhero type thing in vr again i don't know how that would work but sucker punch has done a very good job of making people feel like superheroes since infamous if they can adapt that into a virtual world experience i think sucker punch is very good at making you immersed in their worlds from sly cooper to infamous I think Sucker Punch would make a really cool VR game. I think they could. Yeah, they could. They could definitely do it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see. I'd like to see a bunch of their different studios give it a shot. Like somebody like Gorilla. Gorilla is working on Rigs right now, but they're also working on Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, I'd like to see little one-off sh- offshoot teams design VR games, like they're doing. Can like, you I imagine? Be cool. Can you imagine a clicker in VR? It'd be freaky. Oh my gosh. Maybe. Depending be... on it, it would all depend on. The... Oh, I'm not saying I want a Last of Us game. I'm just <clears throat> like just, no, just seeing like in an environment on... with a clicker would be terrifying. Yeah. 
Yeah. Last of Us Two, PlayStation Last VR exclusive. That would be the dumbest thing they could ever do. Yeah, they wouldn't see that. They would. They would never do that. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of potential from a bunch of their different studios. I think I think Naughty Dog, like I said, is the obvious one. Sucker Punch. Those would be the first two that I would bring mm-hmm. up that I would like to see them do something. But will they? I hope. Time will tell. Probably. Um, we've got about another ten to fifteen minutes. We can I'd save. Say. I mean, um, well, we can. I think we can tie in the one that you're talking about, and we can hold over my other two that I okay. was talking about for next week's. Because I mean, your th- so your thing, because like you said, it does kind of tie in to PSVR. Kind of does. We are both getting it this week. Um, your topic of sorts that you wanted to bring up was just the joy of owning every platform, which you and I both do. We do own. We do actually now. You and I both. You you have owned. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you've owned everything a little longer than me. Like you've had everything in the PS2. Well, you've had all three major systems at some point since the PS2 era, right? PS2, Xbox, GameCube. Yeah. Did you have an N64 and a PS1? No. Okay. So So you started since I had a PS2, then I bought an Xbox for my birthday, and then I got a GameCube for Christmas, and so I had all of them. And yeah. then I bought a th- Wii. I got a Wii for Christmas. We bought my dad a 360, which ended up being my Your 360. 360. We bought my dad a 360 for Christmas because he wanted one. He thought they were cool. And they so were that cool. ended up being mine to play. And then eventually I bought a PS3 down the road. And then... When they weren't? Five ninety nine. dollars I think it was 400 maybe. Okay. Around, there, around then. Was it a fat? Did you have a fat? Yeah. Yeah, I had okay. a fat. I, I bought it. I bought it when uh, Metal Gear Solid Five came out or Four came out. Four, sorry. Yeah. yeah, not five. Um, and then this cycle, I've had all of them since launch, except for the Wii U. I bought that on Craigslist from a lady, so I didn't even give Nintendo my money for that one. Which good, glad I didn't. Gosh, you monster, horrible person. Um, yeah, I think I, I think I bought my Wii U in October. And then the next no, and then the next month, Xbox One and PS4 came. PS4. Out. So I bought all of them within like a month of one another. Because the World Gosh. Series was on when I bought my Wii U. That is so expensive. I had a, I had a stupid amount of disposable income at the time. I wasn't going to school. I just worked forty hours a week, and I made a lot of money. So I just good God blew it. Uh, that was quite <laughs> quite the. Week. I my my girlfriend had dumped me. I had disposable income, and I just blew it all. Oh, yeah, I, not I all, not all of it. I that didn't even. I bought all three of those. It didn't even put a dent in my savings account, so I was fine. I, I remember my bad breakup, and I had money left over. Then I went on a trip. Yep, yep. That's what you do. Therapeutic, yeah. Therapeutic spending of money. So we do have all of them, though. What did you want to touch on? I just, with them? I wrote this topic down in my notes a long time ago, and I don't, I don't know why or what came over me, but I just like. It's pretty darn cool to own everything. I don't know. It's coming from a guy. I guess, technically, yeah, I'm spoiled, I guess. I mean, I've saved up and bought all of them. Um, Got my Wii U on, like, layaway at Kmart when I worked there. Um, Bought my Xbox because I traded in my PS3. And I saved up and bought my PS4 at launch. And I bought, you know, like, I bought my Vita, my 3DS, and all that stuff. And, like, video games are cool. And it's fun to play different things on different... Good topic. Video games are cool. Video games are cool. I don't know. You know, you've got Sunset Overdrive on the Xbox One, and then you've got... Which is a fun and zany game, and then you've got 
weird experiences like Hotline Miami on the Vita and yeah. Danganronpa. Um, I don't know. I don't even know where this came from or like why I wanted to bring it up, but I just think it's really fun and cool to own everything and see all the it, different experiences. Yeah, it totally is. It is nice owning everything, which is always. I've never understood console fanboyism. Like, I, was I always say, have a. I always have a like, favorite every life cycle, but I've never like. I've never been dedicated to it. Like PS4 is my favorite this life cycle. Yay! 360 was my favorite last like cycle. Like hooray! Like I don't understand why people as a kid so true to just one. As a kid, I was so loyal to Nintendo, and I think part of that was because my parents always saw Nintendo as like the kid, like the the Disney of video games. Um, I was it was GameCube the generation before that. That was like my favorite. That was my favorite the generation before. GameCube is dope. And then the Wii came out, and that was my favorite for a while. And then, like, two years, two, three years in the life cycle, I was like, nothing's coming out for this. Nothing nothing that I want, at least. It's all, like, freaking... You already had your Smash Brothers. Yeah, had yeah, your Twilight had Princess. Had your Smash and your Twilight. And your Mario Kart. Mario, Mario Galaxy. I didn't buy Mario Kart. I didn't think it... I didn't like that one. I didn't like uh, the Wii no, one. No, no, no. A lot of people don't like the Wii one. I do, I but... I was, um, wasn't a fan. It's, it's okay. It's not the best. It's... Yeah, I just... It's nice owning everything. Like, okay, let's look at this fall for instance. Um, Gears 4 comes out next week. Cool, I can buy that. Um, are you... Are Color you Splash be... came out this past week. I could buy that if I wanted I've, to. I've in a couple months, been thinking the last about Guardian, Color Splash. Don't do it. I heard. I listened to a podcast today. I listened to somebody who is a Paper Mario purist like you are with RPGs, and he talked about how much he despised Color Splash. And well, somebody I've else read, who I... reviewed the game, it was the Game Informer podcast. Mm-hmm. Ben Hansen was talking about how he's a... A purist with the, the series and he loves all the rpg ones and that's how they all need to be and somebody else who hadn't played the old ones or isn't like like in love with them like he was he's like well i thought color splash was really good he's like no this is an abomination do not well, play this game I, like i've read re- i've read reviews from people that are like purists like me without the new door and i've read reviews from other people one review i watched is from a, a man that is after my own heart um he goes he's a youtube he goes by the name of arlo um, it's actually a guy who made him his own Muppet, and he's a Muppet that reviews games. That's um, strange. It's cool. Sort of. I, I'll, I can send you his stuff sometimes. But he has like a – he became infamous for this Paper Mario rant when Color Splash was um, announced. Anyway, I watched his review, and like Color Splash has really cool elements to it. And its weakest point is like its world design and – like world design and the fact it's a map and not a cohesive world. Yeah. But then you get kind of the perk of you can design different levels with different aesthetics. Like, you don't have to stick to one thing. Um, I hear the writing is fantastic. Really, the crappy part of it is the battle system, which... I heard the writing was fine. I heard they tried to do too many jokes this time to the point where I've heard it it's like very, every very other funny. line is supposed to be like a joke. I've heard it's like, very funny. I've thought about it. I think my I friend Landon... I wouldn't might, do well, it because it's probably going to be on 3DS within the next two or three months. Just like all the other but games. My friend Landon is buying it, and I'm, I was going to find out if he was buying it physically or digitally. And if he was buying it physically, I was just going to borrow it from him. Yeah, it's the If anything... Choice. Just give it a shot. Box it. I would, not, yeah, I'm I not going to go out and drop $60 on it right now, especially with yeah. VR coming. Yeah, especially um, with the NX coming. All these Wii U games will be 20 bucks within the next Yeah, so like months. I'm not running out the door, but I thought about it the other day, and I said, you know, Thousand Year Door is amazing, but this might be a good game. It's just I heard it basically just builds on the mechanics from Sticker Star more than yeah, anything. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, I bet you think it's fine. 
more if anything yeah. i don't know if you'd I despise it but i bet you'd think it's fine yeah, I don't know. Which that I sounded kind of good. I, I kind of want. I don't want fine with my Paper Mario games, honestly. Like I want like. I'm in the mood for a good laugh. I we'll see. I don't know, but you know, I've been thinking about that game a little bit lately, and like I can technically, like I could spend the money and buy Paper Mario, but I have VR coming, so yeah, it's like it, money I don't know. VR. There's so many different experiences out there, and the fact that I've been fortunate enough to like work and save and buy these things lets me experience them if I want to. And I think that's really, really cool. I don't know. I feel I feel fortunate. I guess I'm thankful for it. Thankful for being a, re- a white rich kid like us. Yeah. White privileged dude. No. We both know. had to work to buy our systems. At least I did. Like I, I haven't. This my, generation, I haven't, every. I haven't been gifted a system in every quite some time. Probably the Wii was the last one, honestly. Wii the was the Wii. last system somebody bought for me. The Wii was the last system someone bought for me. I've bought every one since then. I remember buying my Wii. I remember the day vividly. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. I, yeah, that's right. That's right. That was the last one I got for, like, Christmas or something like that. So. Yep. But, yeah. I remember. It, it, it's nice having, uh, yeah, it's nice having all three systems. It really is. I've. Now we get all. Had well, all technically five. Forever. Like, right. I've, and it's, like, addicting to get all three of them because. And you just want all three of them every life cycle. So I always make sure to save up money. But I am thinking about bailing on the NX. It depends on what it's like. I don't know. Um, fun NX mention. They have a fiscal. They have a fiscal meeting at the end of the month. I heard. And about that. so if they don't reveal it before, then they have to reveal it to investors because I think it's, it's delayed at this point. Like I've been thinking about it. It's not coming out in March. There's no freaking way. If it comes I'd, out in March, I'll be shocked. It's I'd, also really stupid to release it in March. I'd I'd do a bragging rights bet with you since we're not close enough for me to give you money. I would I would bragging rights it still in March. Like like knee jerk, I I I agree with you. I still think it is. It has but to be. I'm st- it's starting. It doesn't have to be at all. It'd be dumb. I think it's dumb to release a system in March. That is really It's hard, stupid. but I think it's because of their fiscal's their fiscal year. But it's just it's we'll it see. Make I, any but sense. anyway, it doesn't make a bit of sense to release the whole it in point. March. The whole point of bringing this up, though, is we will know what the NX is by the end of the month because they have to tell their investors. Oh boy, whoopee! I'm so excited. We already so, know what it is. I know, that's but the point. you know, that's why I'm not excited nin- to see it. We'll hear from I'm Nintendo dang itself. Sure, we know what it is. What if we're all wrong? Uh, what if I really hope so? I've been crossing my fingers and praying that we're wrong. Everything's I hope wrong. It's, I hope it's just like, hey, do you like GameCube? Here's a here's a 2017 version of the GameCube. I'd be like, yes, that's what I wanted. I just want a controller in a box. Give it to me, please. I think I think this is gonna be the controller in the box, except the controller. No, it's, it's gonna no, be a DS in no, a box. No, it's not. There's already a gimmick to it. It's not a controller in a box. There's, a, if, there, if there's a screen on it and you can take it to the library with you and play it, it there, then it's not. So the DS, okay, the DS has a gimmick of a touchscreen, but the Game Boy Advance is a gimmick. It's a that's a handheld console. See, that's the I'm thing. saying that's what the NX is. No, it's not. If it's a home console, it's a home console. It's a handheld console. It's but a it's console. both. If it's, it's if it's fusion. both, then that's the gimmick. The gimmick is yep. that it's both. So that's not a gimmick. Yes, it is. A gimmick is the Wiimote waggle. No, that's a gimmick. Saying it's both is a gimmick to me saying this is now our new handheld front 
and our home console front. That is, I think it's smart. That is the spin on it. We will, we will most certainly. You know what the spin Microsoft and PlayStation, or yeah, Microsoft and Sony put on their systems. It's more powerful. That's their thing. Which I I get, and I and I get that Nintendo has to. Which you chewed. I was gonna say you chewed Sony out for PS4 Pro being more powerful. Because it's not needed. It's not needed at all. So it's not. It, it, I'm you looking save at the that for the next upgrade for the You're five. Ready? We don't. Please don't. I don't. I don't want to argue about that again. Go ahead. By episode, if this is 62, by episode 65, we will have official word from Nintendo what this thing is, and, or not. You would think it's got to – it's just – I don't care. I, I'm not talking about it anymore. It's going to be great. See it, we'll talk about it. I know. Um, it's going to be great. Actually, you know what? We've got a couple extra minutes here. We may as well do my topic as well Oh, you because okay. it deals with the NX. And so if we're talking oh, about it, let's just snap. talk about it because I don't want to talk about this stupid thing until we hear about it again. How much does it have to be? That is price? a simple question. What does the price have to be on this? I'm saying $299. If it's anything over – and I again, was going to say 249 yeah, it's got to I mean, be. I mean, I'd pay two ninety nine for it, but I'm. St- I... It has to be in that neighborhood. If it's like four hundred, then they're screwed. Oh, it's not. It's it won't be four hundred dollars. They're not. They won't pull a PS three Sony move. That's not a PS three Sony move. That's a modern day console move. At no, both of the, both no. Of the current ones we what have I'm saying is a PS three a PS three Sony move where they get like a ridiculous price for something that it shouldn't cost that much. Like, the NX shouldn't cost $400. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, the PS3 didn't need to cost see, this $600. See, this is why this is dumb, because we don't know what it is. I like, say... Hey, how much do you think it should be? 249 It has to be It has to be between 49 and 99 I agree. It has to be something I think that's there. exactly how much it is. I think the launch Otherwise, lineup is going to be crazy. We're going to get a Mario of game. Of course you do, because you for, you think Nintendo, everything they're going to do yep. is crazy. We're going to get Zelda and Mario company. at launch. No, we're not. Yep. Mario? No. Zelda and Mario at launch. No. There has no. not been a Mario game, 3D Mario game since 3D World. Oh, but World. 3D Mario World, man, it was the same thing. I it said since thing. 3D World. 3D World wasn't that good. 3D World's great. It was fine. It's not a Galaxy, Galaxy 100% 2, of that game or a 64. all by myself. That's sad. It was great. That's why I didn't like the game. I felt like I needed other people to play with. You to don't. Enjoy it. Definitely do not. You don't, whole- but it would have been nicer. No, it's, it's a blast by yourself. Actually, playing with other people is frustrating because <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. This. We're not getting back into this. We, me and Max had a big old argument yesterday about how the Wii use a dumpster fire because it is. Wii is great. Love it. It's not great. It's not great. Objectively, we all agreed it is not good hardware, period, period. It's a great system. Nope. Nope. It's Love bad. It. It's really bad. The internet sucks. The tablet sucks. There's not offset sticks on the stupid tablet. It is bad system. Bad system. There's the not offset sticks on it. the PS4 controller. Yeah, because those make sense. They're right next to each other. The freaking they're six feet between the sticks on the NX, and it's obnoxious. Or uh, whatever. Don't even know what I'm talking about. Anymore. NX has a NX. wonderful lineup, and it's fun. We use great. Love it. Till the day I die. You also will have never said anything bad about Nintendo in the 62 episode that we've had this show. So there's that. I don't know about that. I've had frustrations with them. Certainly in Paper Mario front. Yeah. Certainly on the Paper Mario. That's front. all. That all comes down to Miyamoto. He's the one who screwed that series. 
Do you know that? Yeah, Sticker Star is like they were they were going to they were making Thousand Year Door. They were, door. They were porting RPG. Thousand Year Door to the 3DS. That's what yeah. they were doing. Yeah, he screwed it over. And the Miyamoto he, and was like, remove the story. He was the one who said action. remove the story, and he came. And he also said to remove all. He wanted all the toads to be unilateral from now on. Uh, yeah. Things like that. He he's he doesn't want them to introduce new characters. He wants them to only introduce characters that have already existed within the Super Mario world. I'm telling you, it's man. weird. He has totally screwed Paper Mario up. They were. They were doing the dream. The thing I'd been dreaming about since a wee lad. They were doing it. Nope. And they robbed me. Miyamoto's been kind of sucking the past five years, honestly. He botched that. He botched Skyward Sword. I don't care I disagree with that. He botched Skyward Sword. Disagree with that. Where is Project Robot whatever you want to call it? Uh, um, Star Fox sucked. Star Fox was a disappointment for people, yeah. Like, most of the recent projects. Pikmin 3 apparently was good. What was? Pikmin 3 apparently was good. Was that him? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Pikmin three was good. I enjoyed that. That's I enjoyed three D World. I do like. Did he do that, or was that the Mario team? Because there's things he gets like directly involved with, and is like totally hands on. And there's other things that like. I don't know. Obviously, it all credits. comes. Obviously, the whole company comes back to him in the end. But is he like directly working on them or not? Because uh, like Star not, Fox, we like. That... Star Fox, we knew like okay, he's directly working on this, and it sucked. So. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. We got to go. I got to go. I got to go eat dinner. So we're going to pack the show up here. Look, no you have to week. eat a dinner for a change. Yeah, with my family. Not with my girlfriend. Not like you. Not with your girlfriend. Sorry. Like ruins the show. and the, How does she ruin the show? I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm just I was going to say, she's balls. never ruined the show ever. I got to watch a TV show after this, too. The Walking Dead's on tonight. And then I got to go. No, it's not. Something. And then I got to go watch that Kiefer Sutherland show. That's on Which Wednesday I nights. I kind of wanted to watch. I think I'm going to start watching Westworld. I don't I've have HBO, but I've heard very good things about it, though. I've heard I'm good going things to. About it. I've got HBO. When now, I get we'll when I do my HBO Now subscription early next year for Game of Thrones season six, are we in six or seven, seven now? Seven. Now, I'm losing numbers. When I do seven, I'm going to watch Westworld during then. You can do that next June then. Whoa! Game of Thrones returns. My computer did something crazy. Well, hopefully we didn't just lose all of our... No, I didn't lose the episode. It just all my windows popped up out of being minimized. And, like, I'm not near my mouse at all. Well, while you fix that, I'm going to do the closing here so we can get going. Uh, thanks so much for people. listening to episode number 62. We thank you so much for joining us. Um, if you want to find the show on Twitter, you can find this at MGS Podcast. We tweet from there every now and then when the show's going live on YouTube and when the shows go live in MP3 format on iTunes and SoundCloud. So, so follow us there and be sure to tell your friends. Um, you can also find Max. He's at Max the White. You can oh, yeah, find I myself am. at Moreman12. Hi, I'm Logan Moore. I'm at Moreman12. You can see me tweet about the Cubs and their journey to win their first World Series in 108 years, so follow me there. Um, you can also email the podcast with any questions, comments, or concerns you may have at mgspodcast at gmail.com. I've been tripping up on that lately. I don't know why, but you can email us there. Um, we, we are on YouTube. We record the shows via Google Hangouts or whatever on YouTube. So we got a YouTube channel. If you're watching now, what's up? How's it going? Um, mm-hmm. You can find us at Millennial Gaming Speak on YouTube. So just search us there. You'll find all of our episodes if you want to watch it. 
watch the video versions. They're not very entertaining, but you can still watch us there. You can see my dimly lit face and Logan's see, brightly lit dimly face. lit face and my bright face because I got a big old light over there that's shining on me. Um, and then we are on iTunes, and I keep stressing if you could if you do listen to the show every week and. Heck, if you listen to it on SoundCloud, I don't care. Go open iTunes. Go leave us a review. I really would like to get reviews on iTunes. It helps us out a lot. Please give us a five-star review. We would appreciate it. helps us reach more people's ears. That's always a good thing for us. We're always trying to grow this show. So if you could do that, we would appreciate it so much, whoever you are. I don't care who you are. If you're listening to this, please do it. Putin, Vladimir Putin, you're listening to this. Yeah. Go give us a five-star review, please. Begging you. Um, With that, I think that's everything for the week. I think that's the rundown. I always feel like I'm forgetting something in our rundown there at the end, but I'm not. So. You should write it down. There's a yawn to close the show. Mm, the best of yawns. Max always yawns right in the Roberts and I yawn Every single time. Anyway, thanks so much for listening this week, you guys. We'll be back next week with our PSVR impressions, impressions. because we'll finally have the thing in our house, which is weird. Hot dog. Hopefully the Cubs win game three or four, so I don't have to watch game five Thursday night. And because I would much rather prefer to play around with VR, but I will be watching the Cubs if they do have to play a sudden death game, which PSVR is going to be the last thing on my mind that day if they have to play a game five. So let's hope they just blow pray, massive bumgarners pants off the Cubs win game three. So we're just done you with it. You and me both. But until then, thanks a lot for joining us this week. Have a great week. Go Cubs go.